0: How lucky am I?
1: lucky day that's how i feel today most days honestly um you know i think it's kind of funny it's, this podcast starts out with a female voice it's one of my favorite songs produced by one of my favorite people sang by a wonderfully talented woman here in town and most of these podcasts are just dudes talking about dude stuff so uh today we're gonna switch it up y'all uh, i'm pretty excited we have chelsea the legendary Chelsea is so sick. I can just say her first name, just Chelsea from Chelsea's Chelsea. How's it going? I've said Chelsea eighteen times. <laughs>
2: They know me now. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's so good, Sam. Thank you for having me on. I just feel honored that I am, you know, if one of the few females on your show. So I'm pretty excited to just chill with you today and that's the talk goal. about like, things.
1: That's the whole goal. Um, th- that's the, our only point today is to get even more chill. Mm. And today is is today a wednesday right
2: today is tuesday
1: see that's how chill i am <laughs> i'm in the future that's how chill i
2: feel today
1: maybe maybe we don't even need to do this podcast i'm already chilling you now. already
2: chill I so love it.
1: what is uh what is chelsea's top three chilling activities like oh. when you when you want to de-stress decompress because yes. i know you like i've heard your podcast and seen you talk about stuff. And I know like decompressing is probably pretty important for someone like you.
2: It is so important. And actually I'm recording a podcast next week about the importance of it. But my (laughs) favorite things um, besides petting this adorable kitty right here, um, I love meditating. I start off every day in meditation. It's really, really beneficial for me to just stay grounded and mindful and, um, just start my day so beautifully. So, meditation for sure, um, yoga, uh, not the like super hard yoga yeah, because I, not, I work you out. You do like, like 300
1: degree yoga. Yeah, no,
2: I'm not doing that hot yoga. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that like, you know, super hold these poses for a minute kind yeah. of stuff. Like, that's not happening. Um, but I love the like candlelit yoga or vanasa yoga where it's more about mindfulness and breathing through the poses. So I do that a lot. Um, I also just love to listen to podcasts. Like I listen to podcasts more than I listen to music probably, which seems probably crazy. Um, But I just like listening to personal development type podcasts that just help me for me, like my number one value is just to have a healthy mindset. And so I just am constantly working on that daily. How can I just be in a better mindset? Um, if I'm going through something tough or if something, a big stressor comes up at work, I will just stop and just do some breathing exercises to, you know, kind of help me work through that process.
1: Nice. Mm -hmm. You seem very Zen.
2: Yeah. I I like to think that I am, but there are some days that, that pull me off track sometimes.
1: Have you tried floating?
2: Yes, and I love it really? so much. Yes, have you done it?
1: Uh I've done it like quite a bit. Yes. Uh it's the only way for me to like truthfully get to that like level of focus that mm-hmm. I need to like be at one, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I it's hard to explain it, but yes. like uh just the f- I think it's the forced physicality of it, mm-hmm. the forced mm-hmm. environment that you place into mm-hmm. and like The deprivation, I guess, is is the the biggest key in like the float chambers for me is like being forced to. And it's weird because like it took me like three times before I understood what I had to do Mm -hmm. because my mind's always racing and you got to face that in there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if you can't, it becomes like this weird experience. Like the first couple of times I I almost had like an anxiety attack. Yes. For Mm -hmm. most of the time.
0: Mm-hmm. and then
1: like the third time i don't know what it was i think it's because i went in there in the morning instead of at night
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for me i think i'm a morning floater kind of like how you meditate in the morning mm-hmm. it kind of set the pace for the day you know what i mean whereas when I, the first couple times i tried it at night i just already had the whole day and all i could think about was the day mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. I, it was weird i don't know how about for you what's what was it like
2: um it was amazing i did have that anxiety moment though for a second and i think it's because if you guys haven't done it the water is so full of magnesium correct that it floats you so like you don't even have to try to stay floating it just does that for you but the room temperature is literally the same temperature as the water and so It's like, you can't tell what's water and what's air. And at one point I was like, am I still breathing? Like, I just had this like, what's going on right now? Kind of moment. (laughs) Like, I had to like check my pulse. Like, am I dead? Um, Because it's completely dark too. And you can shut off the music. So there's no noise. There's no, you can't see anything. It's like. Am I still alive? Like I had that, that like freak out moment for a second. Um, But then after that, it was just like, it was almost like I was in a meditative state where you're half awake, half, you know, dreaming and having these experiences. And I have never been on like LSD or any kind of drugs like that. But I feel like it's almost an experience such as that. That's what I was
1: going to say. I was like, I'm not like a flower child or like, I'm not like... Not from the '60s. I don't know what the time period was when the LSD was big, but um, I I I get it when people are like, "Yeah, it's kind of like a trippy experience." Yeah, so that's, that's the only way I can explain it too. Because I was just like, you lose track of time,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I think that's the biggest thing. It's like you're in there, and you're like, I don't know. It's so strange. It's it's like I don't I yeah. I think I probably freak out more than I've definitely freak out more than like have that like super relaxing experience, but regardless Mm
0: -hmm. at the
1: end I feel like a million bucks no matter what like my body feels like a million bucks you know Mm -hmm. it's what I tell people is that um this is my elevator pitch (laughs) so you can pay somebody 60 bucks an hour to massage you and then you can pay to someone 60 bucks an hour to give you therapy or you can just pay it one time and go float cuz like you do your own like compartmentalizing and sorting while in there and then you get the physical healing too. It's weird. You, yes. It's if if I don't know if it's for everybody, honestly, I'd say that, but like once you get to the point when you know what it is and you go in there with a purpose, with mm-hmm. intention, mm-hmm. and it's like cuz like I last time I floated, I went through some like traumatic stuff and I was like, I just need to sort out. Let's go backwards. Let's trace this back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I always I always look at, like, when I have, like, a lapse in character or uh, a weakness, a weak point in who I am. And I I always categorize that by when I raise my voice or when I feel anger. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, it's probably natural to feel anger for everyone, but, like, for me, I don't like it so much that, like, I feel like I'm not myself when when I get to, like, the point where Mm -hmm. I raise my voice. So, uh... Yeah, just just going in there and then, like, trying to figure out why I'm mad. And then what, like, it's weird. What are the
2: triggers I, yeah, that just, are happening?
1: I just, like, tr- try to go back in time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so nice. I love it. Um, at first, I didn't love it. Yeah. <laughs> Once you figure out, it, I don't know. It's hard it to takes
2: a little bit of time to it's, get to, especially if you're not used to meditating. Because yeah. I think it's, it is just a form it's of like, meditation. It's like uh, cherry berry.
1: <laughs> you go in there you don't know what you're doing you're gonna pay a lot of money and have like a stomach ache <laughs> and bad flavor maybe <laughs> you know you're just doing a squirt of every every uh, cherry berry yogurt flavor mm-hmm. but if you go in there and it's like, alright this is what I'm doing this game time game plan like, yeah I'm going with the white cheesecake <laughs> and cherries like mm-hmm. that that's the combo with some nuts on top and then like you can walk out like successfully but yes I almost feel like there needs to be, like, a tutorial video for floating.
2: Yeah, because I did not wear the earplugs oh. the first time. Dude, I had water in my ear for, like, almost a month and a half. Like, it would not <laughs> come out. Like, every time i yawn, it's like, you know, and do that, like, popping yeah. noise. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I almost went and, like, got the swim ear stuff because it was yeah. in there for so long. But... Yeah, they just walk you through it so quickly of all the, like, steps. And I was like, okay, I don't want to make sure, you know, I don't want to, like, die in this thing. I got to make sure I'm doing it correctly. Yeah. And then I forgot the earplugs. Then
1: don't I will definitely over not forget. Cover your paper cuts. For sure. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Hang nails,
1: paper cuts. Got to take care of that. Yeah, I like, had a lady
2: in the lobby. She had, she had been floating for a long time. And I was like, this is my first time. Do you have any suggestions? She's like, if you have any cuts. Put the Vaseline on yeah. it. Like, you got to do it. Otherwise, I you'll be so sitting in there much, burning.
1: I, I, <laughs> so, I feel like I mess with the equilibrium of the, the solution with that much. Just like, like
2: half Vaseline yeah. now in the
1: whole. <laughs> That's takes. what's keeping me afloat yeah. is the layer, the molecular layer of Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so let's talk about what Chelsea does on a daily basis.
2: Oh it's gotta be gosh. like all over the place right it is so i'm like what day what week is it what season is it like where do you want me to how, how much
1: would you uh, <laughs> how much anxiety would you have if you opened up your phone and your calendar you open it and it's like oh all events erased desync
2: you literally just made my like <laughs> drop into my stomach did you witness that with me yeah. <laughs> because my Google account is literally literally my life. If
1: someone hacked my Google account... I would just curl up in a ball and die. like, I,
2: like I, I don't know how to function <laughs> in life anymore. Like, it tells me when I need to go to the gym, when I need to be at a, the store. Do you do
1: when, have a physical backup of your calendar? Do you have a desk calendar? No. That, dude, so many people I know have that. And I'm like, you know, that's probably a really smart it's idea. That's a good
2: idea for backup. Oh, my gosh. I'm like one
1: phone drop away from <clears throat> my life falling apart.
2: Yeah. Well, thankfully, <laughs> it's like synced to my Google. Yeah. yeah. So I see i will access it on my desktop but oh my gosh I would be I wouldn't know what to do with life for (laughs) sure like it is my everything and I tell even my girls when I'm working with them like if it's on my Google Cal like it's not happening so unless you put it in there like it doesn't exist
1: Uh, I have Nicole she's my lady (laughs) been 10 years shout outs 10 years (laughs) Uh, we've gotten to the point in our relationship where she knows it's like anything she'll put it in my calendar and she's like, grocery shopping, she puts in the calendar. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's got to be there. It's I gotta got to know. Like, I got to know you, when I'm
2: going to church. I got to know when I'm meditating. I got to like, yeah, it's everything. in there. It's not happening.
1: Drink water. I
2: is
0: <laughs> 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 like. I do have
1: reminders water. on my phone to oh drink water. Oh yeah. <laughs> I... I I, think, I want to do a PSA, like, the number one chronic condition affecting millennials, like, un, unchecked, is, like, <laughs> chronic dehydration. Yeah. Like, so many people I know, I look at them like, you're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> your lips are dry. <laughs> <Thirsty>. <laughs> your hair looks dry. like Your skin looks bad. Drinks a little water. Like, yeah. I think about it so much.
2: That's hilarious. I am actually, like, a camel. Like... Water is probably what I drink 99% of the time. Like, I don't really drink anything else except when I'm having a glass of wine. And that's maybe once every two or three weeks to two or three months, really. <laughs> so that's all I do is drink water. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a camel. I We have a spout at the store and I'm just like always back there. <sighs> nice. But then you have the problem always having to go to the bathroom. And yeah. it's such an inconvenience because I'm like, I got things to do.
1: You know what's crazy? I've been like this weird water drinker my whole life, like before Lacroix was a thing mm-hmm. and before like everyone was on the water. Yeah, I'm I'm calling it. Ever since I saw Water World, I was like, this is my life. <laughs> but uh, what sucks about that is, yeah, you do go to the bathroom a lot, mm-hmm. and then you don't know when you have diabetes because <laughs> 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 I found out I had diabetes, and the doctor's really? like, yeah, that's why I went blind. Oh my god! Yeah, and the doctor's like, do you go to the bathroom a lot? I was like yeah i, th- I always have because i drink a lot of water and yeah. they're like oh you might have just been diabetic your whole life dude what yeah
2: so that's insane
1: it's been wild it's been a wild ride yeah. chelsea but dang like,
2: that's crazy man
1: yeah so uh i tell all my friends you should tell your employees too like don't skip breakfast don't replace meals with coffee those are the If you don't want diabetes, if you look like a normal person (laughs) and you do those things, you can still get diabetes. Like you don't have to be 60 and morbidly obese. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what I learned.
2: Yeah. It's so weird. It's good to know.
1: So I go to the ophthalmologist. I don't even go to the optometrist anymore. Mm -hmm. That's beginner diabetic stuff. (laughs) I'm on like advanced diabetes. I go to the ophthalmologist now and everyone there is like 80. I have a lot of old friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, and they're such, they're you're the, an
2: old soul, anyways, Sans. So it fully totally like makes it. sense. You know, they're, you're just sitting here with like a cat on your lap, <laughs> just petting her and hanging out.
1: <sighs> That's life. Like, yeah. you know, if I can monetize petting my cat, <laughs> like if I can make Bitcoin, I don't even know what that is.
2: <laughs> petting my cat, <laughs> it'd be so rich. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Oh, man. So, okay. So you want to business and a lot of things you do a lot of things I let's just say you do things. a lot of things
2: I do many things in your
1: bio yes. I do a lot of things
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do all the things if you weren't engaged yeah. and you had a tinder it would just say I do a lot of things yeah you know and mm-hmm. a picture with a dog or
2: something yeah oh I don't like dogs but oh, really? uh, well I shouldn't say I don't like them I'm just not a big fan yeah, mine like are I have vicious. no issues with them I just am not gonna be that person that's like oh you're so cute let's play and cuddle on the floor kind yeah. of an interaction um, but they're there. No, I, I grew it. up with dogs, you know? It's yeah. just I don't want them licking me or,
1: yeah, I was you know? scared of dogs my whole mm. life. No, so like my Tinder profile wouldn't have a dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nicole's
1: changed that, I guess, but like mm. these dogs are harmless. I'm still scared of big dogs. I'm scared, like, I'm just scared of anything bigger than me. <laughs> it's a scary life out there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? yeah.
1: So, what is do you have any like phobias? Are you afraid of anything like spiders or anything like cliche Um, or is it weird?
2: Snakes are my thing. Like literally I can't watch a show that has a snake on it. I will have nightmares and I like. Oh, I just instantly get so squirmy. What and- about
1: like a really vivacious spaghetti noodle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like can eat a spaghetti, and play spaghetti while I was just doing
1: this thing. <laughs> Does that ever trick you?
2: No. However, sometimes they do remind me of worms and then I get kind of grossed out and I can't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> but so, i've never been afraid of them they're just like oh this kind of runs me of worms i think i'm so full
1: <laughs> fear factor is not like a show you'd sign up. definitely
2: on. <laughs> not oh my gosh they would throw me in a pit of snakes and i would die instantly oh, like,
1: I, I, mine's a very stereotypical short guy stuff i'm scared of heights
2: mm. i'm
1: so scared of heights like josh had me climb on a ladder to get to the roof of like a two story building. <laughs> so lower than where we are right now, but just no safe, no walls. I was shaking. Oh like, no. I cannot physically move my like knees, they lock up. And like, we had to climb down a ladder backwards. It probably took me like four hours. I had to clear my calendar. I was like, well, looks like I'm not doing any of these things. <laughs> we went up the ladder real quick. Down is just not. Oh, I don't know. I, that's the thing about phobias is like how irrational they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah. the only only time something bad would happen in this situation is if my anxiety took over and I just let go of the ladder climbing down. You right. know what I mean? Like that's like the only thing that would. It, and even be then, you're probably
2: not even high enough up where it would do anything. Yeah,
1: no. And I'm pretty. You. I'm pretty dense. Yeah, surprisingly, I'm pretty dense. Yeah. I'm like a dense guy. Not not fit. I'm just dense. <laughs> like, I don't understand the physics. <laughs> I have like heavy fat. I'd say. <laughs> like I don't have that much fat. It's just heavier fat. <laughs> That's how I would describe it <laughs> Like you know when they show like cross-sections of things and like some of the fat is like super yellow and de- mm, that's me yes, I'm yeah. the super <laughs> dense fat Now like the nice milky <laughs> loose white fat mm-hmm. I don't know if you see a lot of cross-sections of things
2: I don't often no
1: you know I hang out in like uh science labs and stuff a lot that's kind of my hobby. So you're
2: checking out you're like yep that's me <laughs> that's oh, me over there <laughs> oh
1: that kind of like the humans exhibit you ever heard of that in vegas and it toured for a while where they just took cadavers mm. and like cut them in half in weird ways and put them in glass displays so you could no. see what a human body looks like
2: not interested
1: yeah it's it, i don't it's weird because i i can't handle gore do mm-hmm. you like
2: gore do you like mm-hmm. horror no, and it's because we talked about this. We both have empathy high. Yeah, I'm like, I feel it. Yes, I'm and like, I like ah! yeah, I feel it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't watch the Saw movies because mm-hmm. like, uh, there's someone's getting like. Hacked up or whatever. I'm sitting there like holding that part of my body like sobbing like. oh
2: Okay, so the saw movies I actually love, and they're the (laughs) which is crazy. (laughs) This is the the most surprising thing ever. (laughs) They are like the most gory. Just is it because it's so
1: over the top?
2: I think so, and because it's such a mind trick, you know. And I'm like trying to figure it out, like. I'm in their space like how would I get out of oh this kind of God. a thing like I become one with the Saw movies and I freaking love them I've seen them so much but everything else no not interested in but so
1: what you're saying is if we're ever in that situation and like me and you're tied up to a contraption right yeah you're the one making it up. I'm out. the one yeah I'm and definitely I'm one like okay, I'm the one making
2: it I'm like, so scared peace out I'm done like get me out of this game Sam I've
1: gone <laughs> I've gone through this specific puzzle like eight times in my head already while you were crying. We're out
2: in two minutes, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you done an escape room? Yes,
2: though? I love that. Do them. you love mm-hmm. Oh my, I can see
1: you like just activating in there and like, yes, ripping down part of the wallpaper and start writing oh my god it's
2: so funny because the first time i ever did it, i did it with my family and i'm the oldest of three girls um and we're all seven years apart so i sometimes feel like the mom because i'm 14 years older than my sister my youngest sister and so we do this escape room we're all in there and all of a sudden the like activator leader in me is like all right mom you over there logan you there and i was like just pointing and like telling people where to go and what to do and like they were listening you know and at the end they were like that was intense you were like a drill sergeant like telling us what to do in there and i was like i didn't even notice in the moment that i was doing that until afterwards and i reflected i was like yeah that just happened i definitely just <laughs> like, <laughs> became a different person <laughs> like we are getting out of here we will survive
1: i mean that just makes sense yeah like rising to the occasion you mm-hmm. seem like someone who does
2: yeah you know so that's, yeah definitely
1: that was cool i uh <laughs> i did one it was like a pirate ship one and I'm the type of person who's like, this isn't immersive enough. <laughs> I can where's see where's the
2: water. It. I was like, yeah, I'm like,
1: it doesn't smell like salt water here. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Uh, so
1: I'm sitting there just like trying to imagine things more realistic and not something that's puzzles. <laughs> I'm living in the moment guys You have to worry about the result Yeah <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I, I Like I'm just sitting there On the fake hammock On the fake sand <laughs> Just watching people lose their <laughs> shit And I'm like yeah We'll figure this out
2: <laughs> Just on vacation sipping a pina colada But you know like
1: I feel like because of the way I approached that, we found like one, like, you know, cliche. I saw the one thing everyone was like overlooking Mm -hmm. just because I was like, I was, that that was my approach. I was like, if everyone's trying to cook, someone's got to peel the potatoes. So Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here peeling the potatoes in the Mm -hmm. corner, you know, I'm like, all right, this has the least glory I'm the least yelling at everyone else. <laughs> uh-huh. It looks like I'm taking a nap. <laughs> I may be taking a nap. <laughs> and I'm claustrophobic too, so I'm just oh, like... Man. Maybe I was just having a panic attack the whole time. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was treating it like a panic room. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's what a panic room is, mm. but that's what I assume a panic mm-hmm. room is, is a really small room where I go in and panic.
2: Yeah. Makes sense to that's me. That's what
1: any small room is for mm-hmm. me. Do you... Uh, so... What do you have any like crazy plans that you can tell me about this year? Like personal or business wise or like any any like lofty goals you're trying to like. Oh, my gosh.
2: Where do you want me to begin? What's
1: what is the most unexpected thing that you can tell me?
2: Most unexpected? I don't know if I have anything.
1: Or how about this? Let's play a hypothetical. Okay. What would you do right now if you were forced to drop everything and start over?
2: Okay, because I have actually thought about this. Awesome. Um, I have, and I'm still interested, and it's probably something I will do maybe a little later in life, but I want to become an energy healer.
1: Oh, my gosh. So much. I have no idea what that means. Will you, like, tell me? Yes. Dude, I feel so, like... In my own bubble. So like when I hear something, I have no idea. Like my eyes are getting so big. I'm excited. <laughs> Tell me more.
2: Yes. Okay. So energy healer, I have my own energy healer and I go to her once a month just to balance out my energy. So we are all made of energy. Like we are literally, if you get a super tiny microscope and you can see ourselves, like we're just vibrating, right? Where yeah. everything in life is just energy. It's what we are. Um, but we go through life and we get, um, overrun by things or trauma happens. And like our energy is just off. And when we're vibrating high, that's when we're feeling good. That's when we're feeling relaxed. That's when, you know, life is just flowing. You know that when you're in flow and you're like, it just feels good and easy. Right. But when our energy gets low and we start not moving as fast, um, you get into these low points in life where you're like, I'm stuck, or I don't know what the next steps are, or I'm having a lot of anxiety attacks or whatever it is. So what an energy healer does is they come in and they help rebalance your energy. So they go through, it's a process. It's probably about an hour and a half. But um, for me, the person like having the energy healing done, it's Super relaxing. You just lay, I lay on this bed, like a massage bed. I lay there. They put a lavender pillow over your eyes. So it has like essential oils. Of I'm lavender. already in. Yeah, i right, like in. Amazing. The whole room is filled with like essential oils and like beautiful music. And so I'm like pretty much just sleeping during the entire process. But she goes through each of your um chakras and each of your like large organs. And figures out which parts um, need to be rebalanced, um, what new things need to be downloaded into your body to rebalance your energy.
1: So, is this kind of like <clears throat> almost based on Eastern philosophy a little yes. bit? Yes. Med-
2: yes. And it's about how you can heal your body through just recalibrating your energy.
1: So, like your energy flow? Yes. Almost? Like chi yes. almost? Yes.
2: Exactly. Oh yes. Yeah. So, having God. a good energy. I got,
1: I, I got so much to talk to you about.
2: Yeah. It's so awesome. So, then... She goes through and like, for instance, there's been times when she's like, your heart, your heart just needs a full rebalance. So she's like, um, please rebalance um, her heart to where it needs to be balanced now. Um, down- no, she says download now. So download the new energy now. Um, and she doesn't touch you. Nothing. It's just all about energy and goes through everything. And like I said, takes about an hour and a half. Um, I'm usually half awake, half sleeping during it. And then at the end, she's like, OK, how are you feeling? And it is. You talk about being relaxing after floating. This will blow your freaking mind. Like better than a massage, better than a float session. It's just like, and you feel like you again. You don't feel in this negative, because we all get that. We're in this like negative energy. And it just comes from our everyday lives of the news or what's going on in the world or maybe something bad happened at work. And it's just, it slowly starts just pulling you down. And so once a month, it's just kind of like, almost therapy for me in a way that yeah. I just get re-energized. And I'm like, all right, let's take on the world again. I'm ready to go.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That, um, uh, that's so crazy. Like, um, cause so I tell this story a lot and people just think I'm crazy. People think I'm crazy all the time. <laughs> and I've learned to accept that. But, uh, my dad growing up, he was bipolar and had schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And it was really scary growing up with my dad, uh, when he'd have his fits, He'd go to Yankton. They had a mental hospital there for a while. And then, like, fourth form McKinnon. And um, one time, like, one of the last times, actually, uh, we found this Buddhist kind of like energy healer mm-hmm. in Sioux City. So my dad had been at the hospital for months, institutionalized for months. Just They're just pumping medicine into him. We just take it off. We take him off. We take him down there, and literally the guy, like, just, like, he's, like, just feeling around my dad, like, Mm -hmm. not touching him, like you're saying. This is weird. This is weird. Mm -hmm. Feel like I'm crazy. I I, love
2: it. I I know how real it is.
1: So, and then he's, like, he's, like, I know what I need to do. And he's, like, I'm going to do this one treatment, and then when you get home, this is what you need to do for him for a week. So he took, like, these little pads filled with, uh, I think, like, eucalyptus or some other oil, and he made little tiny, like... Like quarter inch squares, like quarter inch by quarter inch, really tiny squares. And he put them on like points on my dad's head and like a, down his spine. Mm-hmm. Then he took like a little rubber hammer and he tapped them. He tapped each one like a specific It was weird and mm-hmm. I didn't get it. And then he's like, okay, when you get home, put one here, put one here, and I put one here. Mm-hmm. And the tap, tapping points. And then yep. tap them. My dad, like, that worked none of the medicine was working anymore. And that got him back to balance. And it, like, I think about it, and it's one of those memories from my childhood where I'm like, did this I make really that happened. up? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but no, like, so every time my dad would have a fit after that, we'd just go to the healer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And instead of paying, like, $15,000 for an institution, we have this guy doing something completely different. And mm-hmm. it, it worked better. Yes. So I'm just like, the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean?
2: It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible what you can do. And the things you were talking about were the tapping points. And I do that too when I'm feeling stressed out. Um, You start with karate chopping and then you do the top of your head. And then here and here and here, here. And you go all through the body. (laughs) Yeah, And you do it all. And it literally helps you. And it's recalibrating your energy. It's what it is.
1: Oh my gosh. Mm
2: -hmm. So uh, if I ever decide to do something new, I think that will be it. I, I'm really interested in it.
1: I think as a empathetic <clears> throat> person, throat> mm-hmm. it makes sense.
2: It does. It yeah, does. Like
1: you I feel like you would probably just be way more susceptible to that flow and exchange mm-hmm. of energy and like mm-hmm. you know, that healing process. That's so It's crazy. really crazy
2: because I've always said I've had this aura of, about me. And I just called it my aura cuz I didn't know what else to call it, but I You can ask that about this. He can attest to it. It is the weirdest thing. I have people come up to me in the grocery store. Um, The first time I ever went to a gym that I was at and I just met the trainer, like these weird instances where people come up to me and they tell me their entire life story. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I've never told anyone that before. And I'm just there accepting it, like
1: kind of like how I just tell you about my dad doing. The-
2: yes, exactly. <laughs> like it's it's so weird. I don't know. And I've just always call it my aura, but I think that's that's part of what it is. Is it's just I have just such an accepting energy where I just accept everyone for who they are, and there's no judgments here. And I'm very interested in how other people are and what makes them tick. And
1: you're making me feel even more comfortable in my own apartment. That's I love crazy. that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
2: hmm. So I think that's um, that's what I've actually even like looked up, like, what would it cost to like have a course like this? Because my thought is, so, you know, I have the boutique and now I'm starting coaching women entrepreneurs. And my thought around this is there are so many business coaches out there. There are so many life coaches out there. There's not a whole lot that combine the two. Yeah, There are some that combine the two, but there's not a whole lot that combine it with spirituality and energy healing and mindfulness. Yeah. So, like, how can I help you grow your business, but still being grounded in who you are and knowing how to do tapping to get you out of stressful situations that your business brings up? Yeah. You know, like, I want to be able to incorporate all of that. And so... I feel like me becoming a certified energy healer just gets me one step closer to that. But
1: I, th- I, I think <clears throat> a lot of like in, encompassing all that will, I think will solve a, a big issue for a lot of people in that position, which is, uh, I see it a lot and I, I deal with it a lot and a lot of people in my position is ego.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so like my whole, my whole like focus the last year has been trying to like break down the ego mm-hmm. and not not let it be like a defining factor of who I am.
2: When you say ego, do you mean that just the voice that's like in your head talking to you constantly I, or something else?
1: I think it's the attitude. Mm. Um, I, I feel like I developed it. Uh, I don't know how or why over time, but um, it's weird. Cause like for me, my ego is different f- from like what I classify as like traditional ego. Mm-hmm. Cause like, my ego is almost like, you can't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you don't got it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, I hate being propelled by that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So it's just like, I want to be confident. And I want to say, I can do it. You know, instead mm-hmm. of like, this is impossible. So like, it's it's weird, but part of my process a lot of the time, which I'm trying to let go of, is, is I break myself down first. Because I... I think I thrive under pressure. And I think I thrive mm-hmm. when I'm in the struggle, which is weird. Uh, I think it's still how I've been conditioned though, because like mm-hmm. I grew up super poor. Like we're refugee immigrants. You know, like, we spent time in the Philippines at a refugee camp, mm-hmm. and we got relocated here by Lutheran Social Services. Mm-hmm. So like I get to tell, like I get to tell like kids these days, like when I was your age, I was playing with sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, like so like, I get so. I don't know. So I th- I think that's like built into me where it's like I thrive in the struggle
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I hate th- and I hate that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like every time I get successful or like at a point where I don't feel like I'm struggling anymore, I lose.
2: You're self-sabotaging yourself to yeah. get back to where you feel comfortable. It's
1: that plus I lose like the drive from comfort as well. And I think that comes from. I'm not really comfortable in comfort. You know what I mean? Like I'm more comfortable Mm -hmm. in chaos. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I totally get that. So that's been like the biggest thing I've been trying to like get over this last year is, and there's so many factors in it. A lot of it is like, if I tell myself I'm a failure, it's okay to fail,
0: Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And if I tell myself I'm a failure and I succeed, it feels twice as good, Mm -hmm. which is messed up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, It
2: totally is. Even like the words that you're using, I would challenge you to say, like, I really want this. Or I'm really trying and saying, this is who I am. Because it's the same thing with your subconscious mind. You have to reprogram it. Because right now you're used to, um, the, uh, what was the word that you used, um, the not comfortableness, the chaos, chaos. Yeah. You're used to chaos, right? You thrive on chaos. If you keep saying that, like, Oh, I'm used to chaos. I want it. That's what what you're going to keep creating. So even just changing your words, it makes such a big difference. Such I, I used to have major money issues, like lots of them. And it was same thing. Like, the store would do really well. And then I would go and like squirrel on doing something else. And then the store would slowly start going back down. And I've worked so hard for the past two years on all of these kind of money things. And I watch myself constantly with the words that I use and it makes such a big difference by not saying that's too expensive saying like, that's not something I feel important that I want to spend my money on right now, you know? So it's just reworking your subconscious mind in that way. Yeah.
1: Um, I think it also has to do with how how I place value on things mm-hmm. too. I mm-hmm. I always value the product. I always value the the result, and not really the process or like mm. myself. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I always I it I always sell myself short. One that sounds funny. And, <laughs> and two, I always like uh, I don't know. I don't I don't think I set myself up to fail. I wouldn't say that. I set myself up to like blow myself out of the water Mm -hmm. so i have some sort of like good feeling because i think i really struggle with uh complacency Mm
2: -hmm. so like because you you don't want to be complacent or you do want to be yeah and
1: so like sometimes that self-sabotage is so i can solve a problem that's not there Mm
2: -hmm. i like solving
1: problems and when there's no problems i go insane
2: what's your what's your why in life why mhm like what's what's the big thing behind like what what do you want to leave your mark on in this world like my
1: legacy mm-hmm. or like what i want to contribute yes um that's always hard because it's always simple for me and i feel like i get to do it every day mm-hmm. and maybe i should dream bigger what is it it's uh like for me it's to understand people mhm as much as I possibly can like that's what
2: drives me okay so question for you yeah that's what you want right yeah when you're in these moments where you're kind of self-sabotaging and you're having to almost like restart and and restart things are you are you able to show up for people in the way that you want to and understand them when you're in those low moments in life
1: I always feel like that's my tool you know like it's that's how I get out of the low moments I guess and I think
2: is by helping people? Yeah. Or understanding or, them? Or
1: like just, just, um, and that's why I think I do what I do. Mm-hmm. It's because of the human interaction. It's not about the thing, but I think that's also the source. This sounds like therapy now, but <laughs> the source of like, uh, where like the anxiety and stuff comes yeah. from, I think it's, uh, I come to people for like the human side of things and people come to me for the the product side of things. Mm-hmm. And I've put the value in the product, but like inside what I really value is the interaction. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like when, when I lose a client, what hurts isn't the money. What hurts is like not being able to be part of their life. And it sounds so weird, but Mm -hmm. like doing what I do, the most heartbreaking part is when a client doesn't need you Mm
0: -hmm. anymore.
1: And then I'm over here like, I still need you. Mm. Like, I like, not in the, not in like the, cause I, it's, it's probably not healthy, but like a lot of the people that I work with on like have on a long-term basis, mm-hmm. I care about them.
2: Mm-hmm. I care
1: about them on a human level. That's
2: what makes you so incredible at what you I, do.
1: I just, I love, like, I honestly just love people so much. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting teary-eyed right now, but like I think about, and that's why I don't get mad when people say they don't need me or like whatever. Cause like. I look on the bright side and I'm like, at least you got to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like that, that for me is like why I can sleep at night and why I don't get uh, like completely negative about when that situation happens. Cause Mm -hmm. it's so easy to, you know, when you're working with someone and they get to where they want to be, but like, you're not, you're not like, you know what I mean? Like you're always lifting people. Like I always feel like I'm pushing people up like over a wall. Mm -hmm. And when you're that person, you don't get over the wall.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: unless they reach back down And that doesn't happen Like, that doesn't happen a lot in my industry Because, like, other people don't see Like, the relationship, like, I see it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: A lot of people just see it as, like Okay, this is what I need And this is what I'm going to pay you And, like, yeah, that makes sense Mm -hmm. That's how business works But I'm a terrible business person (laughs) Because I care way too much And I'm just, like, you know Like, it's weird Mm -hmm. Because, like, for me I'd rather work with somebody And not get paid At the end of the day Than have it be a money issue, you know?
2: So I think what you need to do, gosh, here I am. This is what you need to do to fix (laughs) things. This is exactly what I needed. I needed
1: a strong female (laughs) voice
2: in my life again. (laughs) Miss my mom. (laughs) Well, first son, um, so I do think boundaries, clear boundaries with yourself and your heart and the way you interact with people would change your life. And, I know that because I've had to put these. And I think it's just, we talked about this. We both have empathy, number one. Yeah. We connect with people on a level that most people don't well, understand. When you said boundaries, are part yeah. of me like right? was it's sank. Like, oh, boundaries. I was like, you mean walls? Yes. Like, <laughs> uh huh. And boundaries are not to hurt the other person or to take away friendships. Boundaries are so you can thrive, so you can become the person you're meant to become. And when you don't have boundaries in your life, things get way too chaotic. You get way too em- emotionally invested in people. I had to set up a boundary in my life that I will not care more about your future than you do because I would do that. I would have friends who (laughs) were like, this is what I want. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Here's a game plan. Like I'll help you do this and this and this. And then I'm exhausted and they haven't done any of the work. And I'm like, what is like, I can't care more about your future than you do period. And so that is a clear boundary I've set in my life now. And I think setting a boundary, even with, Yourself and your clients that says, my value does not come from whether or not we continue to have a friendship. It doesn't need to. You need to know your value whether or not someone pays you, whether or not they're your friend, whether or not they like you. Yeah, that's a hard one. Oh, that's a really hard one. Is my value does not come from anyone else's opinion but my own.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh that's one thing I feel like I've been really good at 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 uh, figuring out lately is mm-hmm. my value like where Mm, the value comes from is because um i've it's maybe it's cynical (laughs) i don't know because i'm like no one will ever love my baby as much as i do you know that's Mm -hmm. how i I look at it so i was like as long as i'm happy with the things i make like that's where that's where the source should come from yes you know Mm -hmm. and um yeah, that's, that's kind of like how I've been approaching things. And it feels weirdly like not me because usually mm-hmm. I'm like I care so much about every what everyone thinks. But I've been trying so hard to just be like, you know, anytime someone wants to work with me, like they came to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's for me to do me, you know. So I just got to do me and I got to believe in it. Mm-hmm. And like that's it's been weird because I maybe you're right. Speak it into existence. You know, I've been. I've been going crazy talking to myself a lot lately, uh, but that's the only way I can say positive things to myself. It's like verbally out loud. That's awesome. Cause Those like are affirmations, head, yeah. Because in my head, I can say all mm-hmm. the bad stuff. Cause I'm just in there talking to myself, mm-hmm. you know. But like
2: mm-hmm.
1: when when it's positive, I need that extra. Like, oh, I need to say it out loud so I believe it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's Absolutely. so it's so weird.
2: Do you ever do visualizations?
1: How so? I don't think I understand that concept.
2: Oh, they're amazing. So I do this often in conjunction with meditation. So I'll meditate, get very, you know, relaxed and whatever. And then if I have, for instance, I do this for any public speaking engagement that I do, I will visualize me on that stage, the audience, everything. And then literally my entire speech downloads to me like instantly like that. It's the coolest thing because I really don't even have to think about what I'm going to say and every speaking engagement I've ever done this is just how it, it just comes to me it just downloads I get on my computer I type oh it all gosh. out and it's done um, but I've also used visualization in bigger things in my life so um, for instance like wanting to buy a house. I knew that we wanted a house. I knew this is kind of what I wanted it to look like and whatever. So I would visualize myself every morning waking up in this house, what it looked like, what I wanted it to be. And it's just about putting that energy out into the universe so it can come back to you. Hmm. So maybe a visualization for you is seeing yourself incredibly confident with boundaries set in your life with the right people in your corner, you know, whatever that looks like. But visualization is just so powerful. And if you use that as a daily, even it's just five minutes where you're just laying in bed, like maybe it's just right when you get up in the morning and you just close your eyes and you visualize what your life looks like five years from now, your mind doesn't know the difference between now, like what's actually happening and a random thought or a dream that you have. Like it, it can't tell the difference between the two. And so when you can train your mind to be in the moments that you want like your goals in life whatever they are it's just like you know there's so many athletes that will visualize their entire race okay and when they hook them up to whatever it is that measures all that like it's literally the same things are firing off, yeah and it's the same exact thing with your life like you can what are your big goals in life what do you want in life visualize them every day see them happening and they'll they'll happen
1: man that's that's wow mm-hmm. I, that's pretty cool that's um that's kind of like uh i do that but like in an anxiety inducing way probably mm-hmm. oh i used to a lot but I, I started reading these books by this buddhist monk Han, mm-hmm. and his whole thing is about being at peace with yourself being mindful mm-hmm. being like present and so like I think I pushed myself away from visualization by like hitting that mantra way hard the last couple of years where it's like, be present, be present, be present, mm-hmm. be present.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like maybe if I can introduce this concept into like my flow, yeah, I think it might be beneficial. I think like, so. Um, I used to be, as a kid, I used to be so mad at one of my friends because he would just daydream all day. I'd be like, you're wasting your
2: time, wasting your <laughs> life. But. Well, usually, you know, just like,
1: like weird outlandish stuff. Yeah. Where, like we're space pirates. <laughs> but I think maybe, maybe I like find the middle point.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing too, is like when you're saying be present, I think that is so helpful because that's where anxiety comes from, right? Because you're fearful of the future or, or what could be or what yeah. could happen. And so that's why being present really matters. But visualization isn't worrying about the future. It's creating the future for yourself.
1: Yeah. That makes so much more sense. hmm what you said about like the athletes and stuff that that yeah. that really resonates for some reason because like obviously i'm a visual person i'm just imagining like someone on a treadmill like bunch of the, like things stuck to their head and like yeah. and, and, and someone just like, sitting there yeah. doing someone, in their like, mind? Yeah. someone like me on a computer like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah look at these
2: yourself.
1: oh look at that
2: <laughs> oh mm-hmm. man it's so true
1: So, are you traveling anywhere this year? Let's switch it up.
2: Yeah. um, So, we actually just got back from Vegas, Dad and I. We went there uh, just because we literally just needed a break. We just decided last minute to go to Vegas and um, see Josier in concert and lay by a pool for a full day. And it was amazing. Um, So, we did that. I'm going... Well, we're... We're going on a honeymoon, but it's, like, to Lake Ponset. So, we're literally (laughs) driving, like, 45 minutes away. (laughs) Just to, like... Tell me there's something (laughs) meaningful there. Uh, There is nothing meaningful there. Um, (laughs) We just bought a house. And so, we're like, eh, we'll just do maybe a one-year type celebration, you know, when we get there. Um, And then we're going to Florida for a week and over Christmas. So... That's about it. We want to start trying to have babies right away. Oh. So that is playing into things as well, being yeah. a factor of things. Like, I don't want to travel outside the country because they say you need to, you know, typically wait a few months with that kind of stuff. So, yep, Blake Ponset, that's where we're, we're going. We're renting a cabin <laughs> there, just hanging out for a few days. <laughs>
1: That's I'm sorry. That's the least glamorous thing <laughs> I've, I've heard like today. It really? <laughs> I'm going to sound very bougie. Mm,
2: <laughs> yes. It will I'm looking forward to it though cuz you know it's just it'll it'll be just a nice relaxing. Literally all I want is just to be able to lay out in the sun, like feel the sun, feel the breeze and like read a book and that sounds amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: a little a longer like more thought out float session in yes. nature yes, it's exactly. be like. yeah.
2: yeah it sounds incredible
1: are you a hammock person
2: okay so I would be if I had one I keep telling that I want a hammock so bad for our backyard because we have this big beautiful backyard and we have no lawn furniture we have like nothing back there it's <laughs> so, like we can't even enjoy it you know so that will be one of my first purchases once it gets nicer I can't hammock.
1: wait that gets into uh that husband's stuff, the dad stuff, where it's like, I'm a now I'm an expert landscape. <laughs> like, I'm landscaping this whole backyard. <laughs> okay, so it's
2: hilarious that you say that because we totally switch roles when it comes to that. I am the like, I do the stuff. Like, I guess I just grew up with a handy dad. Like, yeah. my grandpa used to build houses, my dad used to work for my grandpa. And so, with all the stores I've ever made, built, like, me and my dad have just done it together. So, I know how to just do everything.
1: And dad's, like, world-class like quite- Michelin star baker or something. Yeah, he
2: is. Actually, he's an amazing cook. And yeah. so, and that- he does, like, most of the laundry. <laughs> so, we've kind of done role reversals. I,
1: I, I like that, you know, I love your brand. I love the boutique. I mm-hmm. love the message. That's, that's my favorite part is the empowering women mm-hmm. part because uh, my dad was crazy growing up. And he wasn't really in the picture but my dad raised... Or my mom raised all of mm-hmm. us. Um, so, like, I think that's where I got my empathy from. And, mm-hmm. like, that's why I just naturally... I'm more comfortable around women.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I just like how... It's probably sexist, me saying this. But, like, I just like how women interact. And I like how women... Like, it doesn't feel like a competition. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a very competitive person. Like, if it gets to a point where it's like alright who's getting this last piece of pizza I'm like you guys can have it you know what I mean like yeah. I already ate like if we've already had a piece I don't need it you know like mm-hmm. that's how I just view things I'm not very competitive like that uh, but yeah I not even know where I was going with this <laughs> I lost track this thing about my mom but I was raised with my mom and what I love about you guys is like the message of like women empowerment and stuff and now I know that you, like, actually, like, live it where yes. it's just, like, <laughs> screw these traditional roles that we, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And, and that's something that I think is pretty pretty uh, awesome, too, coming out. Like, mm-hmm. lately, it's, like, destroying the negative male stereotypes mm-hmm. or, like, the negative male expectations. Like, because my whole life I've been trying to do that. I'm, like... We don't have to be buff. <laughs>
0: <have> <laughs> you yes, know, yeah. you know, like
1: I was like, why can't we mm-hmm. work together, and cooperate? You mm-hmm. know, like I've like I've always felt like the the minority. Mm-hmm. That sounds weird too. Dang it!
2: It doesn't <laughs> uh, sound weird. It totally makes sense. Like to the me. minority yeah.
1: among men, not like yeah, not pertaining to my race, but. I'm always minority (laughs) but like among men I feel like the minority because like I'm gonna be real with you I don't get sports I just don't get it Mm. Um, I get cars kind (laughs) of you know Mm -hmm. but like I see a lot of like male like hobbies and activities as a lot of like escapist stuff
0: Mm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like
1: sports to me is like the number one escapist things and a lot of people like sports I have nothing against sports I like when I look at it like how my brain works Mm -hmm. I'm like all right, so we're gonna we're gonna drive four hours to Minneapolis then we're gonna deal with this terrible parking lot then we're gonna have to deal with all these people walk through these crowds and then we're sitting outside freezing our ass off (laughs) To watch people throw a ball around from like half a mile away, and this costs us a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm just like, I didn't build anything, I didn't learn anything, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't contribute. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I spent money. I spent money on something that I, like doesn't bring me like personal value. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. It's weird. It's weird how I look at sports because mm-hmm. I'm just like the end of the day is a bunch of guys playing grab ass over a ball like mm-hmm. I got the ball I'm gonna take this ball over there they really want the ball over there I want the ball over there we want the ball over there mm-hmm. they want the ball over here and that's my basic explanation if aliens were to come <laughs> cause aliens would come and they'd be like what the hell are you doing like what are you guys on why is there ten thousand of you guys in a space we just doing nothing mm-hmm. but because that's how i view aliens I'm like if they're smart enough to come here they've gone past like this stuff and they value like poetry and they value like ed- like ted talks alien mm-hmm. TED, what the alien version of ted yeah, talks
2: yeah
1: i don't know because like i don't i don't I don't see us building spaceships anytime soon
2: because
1: mm-hmm. our focus is on sports and war, which mm-hmm. is like... Which is, we just went
2: real deep right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like I used to say really controversial things because I'm a very huge anti-war person. Mm-hmm. And this is a quote. I'm quoting myself, so I can't be taken out of context. I think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to say stuff like... Sports is a part of the military complex. It's all the same. They just want us to be aggressive for no reason. Mm. But I've changed my stance on sports. <laughs> I That's just, good. That's I, good. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like so many people, I don't love sports. And I'm like, you know what? I love a lot of things that a lot of people don't understand Yeah, it's either. just a
2: form of entertainment yeah. for some people. I played sports Like, I played all the sports you could possibly play as a girl growing up. And I loved the camaraderie and the, like, teamwork. You know, that's... I was very competitive, but it was more being competitive with myself. Like, I would never get upset at a teammate. I'd always be like, I should have done better. I need to practice more. How can I grow? You know, so for me, it was... A developer is my number two strength, yeah. so I love growing and developing, and so I think that's probably the reason why I like sports so much. Is why I could see myself growing and getting better yeah. throughout the and process. You probably
1: have so many like attached memories to those, those mm-hmm. that developmental period of your life,
2: yes, and all like the friendships. And
1: when I think of sports, I think about that time in third grade, I joined the Y Basketball League, <laughs> and I was, couldn't do a layup.
0: Aww. Yeah. And like, I think
1: about when I did karate and I couldn't get past the yellow belt. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: but you know what? I've learned to ad- adapt and to my strengths. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, now I'm just like, wow, Chelsea used to be a star athlete and now she does businesses and podcasts. <laughs> I'm just like wow, Chelsea. <laughs> we get it, Chelsea. Yeah. You Chelsea, okay?
2: Yeah. I know, it's so funny when I tell people that, like, I was all state, I like, no basketball idea. player. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea,
1: dude. So, all of a sudden, you're like, sports suck. And you're like, actually, sports are awesome. So I'll find you after this. No.
2: <laughs> and, like, now, I, just, I don't watch any of them. Like, yeah. I watch football with Fad, which consists of me, like, laying on the couch sleeping while he's watching football. Like, yeah. that's what that consists of. And I love watching my sisters play sports but it's not something that I...
1: Dude, comment, shoutcasters, commentators, yeah. best thing to fall asleep to. Because <laughs> they're just talking really fast about a bunch of stuff you have no idea about. Yeah, this is just like when Johnson was in 86 <laughs> and he did the double-triple. Okay? That was really good. That was a really good interpretation.
2: <laughs> Impersonation.
1: <laughs> Just imagine me in a suit. Yeah. Like, why are these guys wearing suits? Like, you're not anchored. Like, you're a sports kid. Like, that's the one thing that I don't get. And it's, it's translated to esports. Because, like, my girlfriend watches esports.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Her thing. Oh, this sounds going to be great. Uh,
2: <laughs> I didn't even notice it. Yeah. I'm so in the moment.
1: Uh, my girlfriend watches esports, which is like, probably helped me get over my prejudice to sports, too. Uh, and they have commentators. And like the players are dudes at computers playing games. Not judging them. But the commentators at like a desk and their suits on. I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, this doesn't make sense for basketball. Or football. Why does it make sense it definitely doesn't make sense for video games? I like I like can we stop being so dang serious about sports for a second? Can we just wear I don't know. Like I, you know, as coming from like a like a different culture, like mm-hmm. the, the sports culture is so interesting to me. Mm, like, sure. that alone is interesting. Like, seeing dudes in suits, uh, just dudes in suits talking about sports. I don't, I just, it's like visually, it's so funny because, like, you see them, they're like, they look like they should be at a wedding, and behind us is just a bunch of dudes <laughs> sweating, <laughs> like, no one else is in suits. Like, they stand all just like sort them, yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just look at things and I like try to imagine them as like uh, one panel comics. I don't know. I should if I could draw, I'd probably try to make comics. <laughs> Do you have any like hidden talents like that that no one knows about?
2: Um, I am a bit of an artist. Um, I used to paint pictures like people would pay me and I would paint them artwork. Like they would say, these are the colors in my living room and this is what I'm wanting. And I would just oil paint out, whatever they wanted to watercolor. Like ex- express
1: expression uh, expressionist stuff? Um, or like-
2: yeah, a little bit more like abstract type stuff. I have done um, a lot of well, not a lot of, I've done some portrait work too, like with charcoal. That has been a long time since I've done that, but um, yeah, I love painting and drawing, and I'm pretty talented at it too. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: how <laughs> we we'll get through this list faster, Sam? <laughs> what things don't you do?
2: <laughs> oh, the, there what, are so many like, things I that, don't do. Is there anything <laughs> that
1: like is, that that you have to do, like maybe on a weekly or monthly thing that you don't enjoy? Is there any aspects that you don't enjoy about what you do? See so these um, are the hard hitting questions, Chelsea. Now gosh, we're getting deep. Yeah. yeah.
2: So honestly, no, because There's I've nothing built weird, up. Like,
1: uh, I don't wanna do this.
2: Um, no, because here's the thing is, I've, I've built up my business to a point where the things I don't wanna do are just hire people to do them. Yeah, like, some, accounting? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Like, I'm super good with numbers. But I am not interested in like staring at a spreadsheet all day and looking yeah. at my bank account and I do not reconcile. Like I have no idea <laughs> if my bank accounts matching go with my credit card. Like that's what I pay an accountant to do. So, so, like, so
1: you're not one of those people who has like a checkbook that has every transaction written no. down to
2: like the penny? No, no. That is always on my butt about oh like, you're not gosh. keeping your receipts for your business. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it doesn't even matter. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that, <laughs> the, that like, he's been the nicest. Like, I get why you guys are together. Cause like, he reminds me of like, just like, one of the nicest dudes. Isn't he? Yeah, you know, like he like he's just so kind.
0: Mm-hmm. And like he
1: doesn't have to say anything, but once he does, it yeah yep. It, like, some people one interaction's all it takes, and you can see their character, and right? mm-hmm. you can tell like, you know, this guy picks up. Trash when he sees it, type person. You know, what literally. I mean? Like, <laughs> like the-
2: I fell in love with him the moment I saw him, and no one was around, so he didn't even know anyone saw him. He was literally helping an old lady downstairs, like an older <laughs> lady was having a hard time getting down the stairs, and he like ran up to her, took her arm, and like helped her down the stairs. And I was like, "Done. I'm in love with you. Let's <laughs> let's do this thing." Like he is just the kind, and that's the thing. He's just he's genuine, and he just cares about people you know yeah I love his uh
1: I love his like uh I don't want to say persona because it doesn't feel like one but like how like because I don't interact with that a lot but like from what I see on social media so I just love like kind of like how he carries himself and like how he like approaches things and it's just Mm -hmm. it's authentic
2: yes he's very authentic like I don't think he's ever like told a lie (laughs) you know like I can't I can't even think of a time when he's ever like fibbed you know Yeah. Like oh, he's just so truthful
1: dude I'm the worst liar when I was trying to like oh man I was trying to hide something from Nicole like a surprise I can never surprise <laughs> Nicole because I end up just like getting so like anxiety that I'm hiding something from her mm. and then I start like doing things way like out of character She's like, why are you folding clothes right now? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> uh she's like, you know, stay you, busy. Don't worry
0: about <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> don't ask me what I did today. <laughs> that's all I
2: do. does she and know then, like then can then she my, pick my up? voice she's gets like that's a high yeah. fish
1: like yeah no it's, it's, fine. it's fine don't worry about it okay I love cleaning the fish tank
2: yeah we've never had a fish tank but don't worry about it does she like know does she know you know where she's like alright spill it She's like, what's going, like, yeah. she's like all right, what's going on she's like alright
1: what's going on yeah i don't know is i i'm proud of that fact though Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i'm proud of the fact that it's incredibly hard for me to keep secrets it's incredible like i'm uh i'm like the dude that plays spider-man if i was in avengers they wouldn't be able to give me the script (laughs) they would just have to give me my lines you know what i mean like i would be like oh I almost just said something I shouldn't say out loud too, right there, like, like that one time that <laughs> da da da, told me about this. I'm not just it again. I just like, yeah, yesterday, uh, told me not to say this.
2: <laughs> All right, No to self: never tell Sam a no, secret never, that he doesn't. Love never tell me, like, anyone to know. About. That's why
1: when I asked you, I was like, is yeah. there anything you can tell? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, I was in a. This is the worst. This is the worst. (laughs) One of my last jobs, I'm not going to name. If I give any details, people are going to figure out which job. (laughs) (laughs) One of my last jobs, I was given information that someone was getting fired that day. And I liked them and I knew them. So I was just like a wreck, dude. I was just like like oh, sitting in my chair trying to like rip the arms off just so like I don't explode and oh i like I'm like giving myself like Charlie Horses like I'm dehydrating, I'm not drinking I'm just like going crazy because I'm looking at the person as I walk by I'm like oh he has a gun I'm <laughs> They're like, I think something's wrong with Sam today. I <laughs> think he's having a bad day. In my head, I'm like, you're having a worse day.
0: <laughs>
2: Not you. you have Liz. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: that's oh, the, That's a lot to carry around, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't even manage that. Why are you doing me this? Yeah. <laughs> <You
1: know>? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, gosh. Yeah. No. I so I went from working at a place where it was all dudes, everyone was a dude, to working at a place where I was the only dude and everyone was a chick. That is like the biggest, like change in. And then I was thinking about it, like, am I a fake ass person? Do I change who I am? <laughs> like, mm. it, according to my environment, I'm like, of course I do.
2: Everyone does. I'm not I think. gonna
1: fart in front of these women. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like,
1: <laughs> I, you know, I worked in a warehouse with a bunch of women. And uh one bathroom. Complete opposite side of the studio where I shot. So I was sitting here like, uh, uh, I got a, f- make a phone call, and I'm just beeline <laughs> to the bathroom just to, like, express my gas. <laughs> 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 and it's just, like, I just remember, like, the previous job, we're just, like, I'm jumping on the pinball machine to get more reverb off the glass you
2: know? like, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah like just like <laughs> okay now I know why I work with all women thank you for reminding me <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that reason
1: <laughs> as long as there's like balance as long as there's like one guy or like one girl and that's the thing I noticed too it's like because I was the only guy the ladies I feel like we're gonna have to end this very soon because of this dang construction mm. at Wiley's. Come on, Wiley's. Come
2: on, Wiley's. Stop you see add- We're doing something very important. Stop right adding now? that
1: secret French porch with garage <laughs> doors that no one knows about except for me because I live right here. We're <laughs> sick of the noise. <laughs> but I right, lastly, when I was working with uh, like a bunch of women, the thing I realized, they act completely different too, and I think it's because of like how well I can chameleon. And how well, like, Mm. I just pick up on other people's vibes and fit in. And, like, I'm not a disruptor. I like to make everyone, like, I bring the comfort level up if possible. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. So being there, very quickly the women got comfortable with me. And they were doing the guy stuff I was running out of the room to do. (laughs) You know, like, they're swearing. And I was just like, like, we can swear here. You know, like, stuff like Uh that. It was... That was out of like all the things I learned. I learned that women swear a lot and they also pass gas to <laughs> express themselves. Uh, but yeah, shout out to all you women out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who run the world? Girls. Run the world? <laughs> Girls.
1: Oh, man. This has been great, Chelsea.
2: Yeah, this is so much fun. I, I we hope, went on a journey today. Yeah, I we, feel got, like.
1: we got like really deep. Start with floating. Never open with floating. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. So yeah. Um let's let's do the follow Chelsea thing. Yeah. Uh where can people find you? What are you working on? What should people look out for?
2: yes all, all the things okay so if you're on instagram you can follow me at underneath the clothes um or chelsea's dot boutique um facebook same thing website same thing underneath the clothes uh chelsea's.com um new things coming that is out
1: sick i'm sorry i got it i <laughs> right. got
2: that's as sick as url hey <laughs> chelsea's that right? great I- yeah, it's pretty awesome. I paid a pretty penny for it, but I, I don't even that's know. a whole other story.
1: Yeah,
2: um, big things coming out. So, you know, I do coaching with uh women entrepreneurs, help them take back control of their business instead of their business running them. We all get into entrepreneurship so we can um work less, pay ourselves more, all that stuff. But you know what, it, how it is, you end up paying yourself less than minimum wage and working 80 hours a week. So I've been there. Thanks for reminding me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) my goal now is to coach women out of that. How do you take back control of your business instead of it like literally running your life? So, I'm doing that. However, I've learned that there's a lot more women out there that I just can't help because I'm only one person, right? And I'm doing multiple things. So, I'm going to create a course, an online course that really walks them through the things that I'm teaching in one on one coaching in a course that they can take at their own pace. That is obviously a lot less than what you'd pay to work with me one on one. That's going to give you um, the same kind of content. So, I'm really stoked for that. I'm going to start working on that after the wedding, June 15th, is the wedding. And after, the, I already have it outlined, but I'll start putting together each module. I think there'll be 10 of them and probably so a bonus. So basically
1: you're going to be a lake pond set and you, you're going to have the whole thing written out because you're going to try to relax and fail and then you're going to do the whole thing yeah, in your It's honeymoon. actually
2: hilarious that you said that because I was literally thinking about that this morning. I was like, if I went up there, I could like visualize it, download it all and have it like written <laughs> while I'm up there. No, I'm really going to try and relax while I'm there and not do anything but be with my husband. Um, yeah, so I'm sure that will take a month or so to get all done and then I'll be launching that so you can keep an eye out for that piece.
1: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well Chelsea once again thanks for stopping by. Uh I'm just gonna get this on record. I'm so happy that you're one of the first like female women people on the podcast. Because like you've always been someone who's inspired me and I've never like said that. So I just want to put it on the record. Thanks. I I've been trying to do that more recently to show my gratitude mm. to the people that i look up to and you're definitely one of them oh so, thank you yeah, i appreciate you coming here so much and like sharing and it, it was i'm gonna say it sorry every other guest this was pretty probably one of the most comfortable mm-hmm. ones and so yeah
2: <laughs> it's, that it's, it's that aura aura. Yeah. yeah
1: i'm like my i feel like i just floated in the morning like the rest <laughs> of the day just go super smooth now <laughs> i love it all right chelsea thanks once again